This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging in fact wasabi is up to 80 percent less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from wasabi's ai enabled intelligent media storage wasabi air to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals data deletion and ransomware wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome on in. It is the final out, sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Jack Fritz hanging out with you here on this Friday night, reacting to was just a beatdown, just an absolute beatdown of the Minnesota Twins down at Citizens Bank Park tonight. A a just beautiful night for baseball and a game in which, <laughs> yes, the Phillies were losing. They were losing that game tonight. Uh, again, cannot believe that a Major League Baseball team decided in the year 2023 with legitimate playoff hopes, decided, you know what we need? We need Dallas Keuchel. I mean, like, I don't think Dallas Keuchel could get out in the PSAC. Like, frankly, like, I, as a Division II baseball player, not sure he could get the job done there either. Either way, uh, Phil's got some runs. They kept scoring runs. They didn't let up. And they came out tonight, showed up. And it's starting to have that special feeling back at Citizens Bank Park. 215-592-9494 if you're leaving the ballpark. would love to hear from you. But let's get to the biggest takeaway of the game, which is brought to you by Morgan & Morgan. And my biggest takeaway from the game is it, it's so fascinating what has just happened in the last week. And it really feels like the, the energy, the electricity – the players, the the fans, all kind of feeding off of each other. This is what 09 to 11 felt like. And, and, I, and I tweeted that earlier tonight, and people were like, well, what about 07, 08? It's like, yeah, 07, you had to chase down the Mets. But still, I mean, it wasn't like they were an established team by that point. They had some stars. They were playing pretty good baseball. But they were, you know, we didn't know those Phillies yet. 08, again, like they made the postseason the year before. There was obviously – good energy at the ballpark, but it, it wasn't the same as post-08, 
which was when we got the sellout streak and Citizens Bank Park was the place to be all summer long. Well, the last week has been the like there's been great crowds all year long. People have been showing up, but it's been more like, yeah, I want to go down to the ballpark and see what the team's got. Now it's like a, a freaking party down there. And like Rocco Baldelli is talking about before the game, like just this kind of crowd raises your level of intensity for your players. Um, and that's what Citizens Bank Park did for those guys in 09 to 11, where the, the, the fans and the crowd, they were a difference maker. And this last week, just an absolute – Freaking difference maker. I mean, this time last week, we were reacting to the Trey Turner standing ovations and looking back now, it might have changed the season. Like 33,000 were in there tonight. And the last couple of years, we've seen 33,000, you know, crowd games. And it didn't sound like that. That CBP sound is back. And those of you that know what I'm talking about, like, you understand what I mean by that. Little bit of roar, electric all the time, people into every pitch. That's what we're getting back to, and that's what this week has been. And I think it's what, what has made this week so intoxicating and so fun and, and, and something that I think people want to talk about and be a part of. And, and I feel like WIP has a really good pulse on what the city cares about and what they want to talk about. I feel like we barely talked to Eagles this week, and this is like the most anticipated uh, training camp. You know, obviously, last year was as well, but it feels like 04. And it's almost been drowned out by by what is going on with this baseball team and what the the energy around the city is. And I'm just I'm just so happy. I'm just so happy that we're we're having that feeling again because like this is what I was waiting for. Like we were all waiting for last year's postseason run and like getting back and feeling postseason baseball again. And, and they exceeded our expectations. But this being in on it every night, texting your 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 buddies. It's a Friday night. It's a weekend night. You're watching the game. It's a weekday night. Whatever. Like, people are talking about Phillies baseball all the time right now. And as a diehard baseball fan, as someone that never believed that baseball is dead in this city, I am just so glad that we are back to this. And we are back to this team mattering. And and guess what? They are starting to reward us. What an offensive performance. And, like... A lot has been talked about with the standing ovations, and, and, and I mean, maybe it's overkill. But again, I said it last night, and I'll keep saying it. You can't convince me that they would have played this way had those ovations not happened. Because how they were playing at home, you know, the maybe what, the last month and a half before that Royal Series was a team that I, I felt like was walking in to a place where they felt like the fans were on them and they would play tight because of it. I thought the Stars, and when the Stars were were letting this team down and weren't playing to where they could um, for a majority of the season, I feel like a lot of that was home because all those guys wanted to be the guy and they wanted to get the roar out of the crowd and they wanted it to feel like last October and last November. And... What the standing ovations did is it went from Citizens Bank Park going from a place where it feels like the fans are on you to a place where it feels like the fans are with you. And that's a big difference. That's what the 8-11 team had 
was the fans being with you, not against you. Or not against you is a, hard, a, a strong term, but like on you and, and, and waiting for something to happen and like it having a tense feel. Citizens Bank Park for a majority of the season felt like it had a tense feel. Now it has a party atmosphere. And like you're just seeing this team's true colors. And I mean, think about – first off, obviously it was easy. They were, they were scoring a ton of runs. It was fun. But I'm seeing Trey Turner like look like he's having the most fun he's had um, you know, as a Philly so far. And you want to know the biggest sign that like, like the vibes are high and the excitement's high and everyone's down there having fun? I mean, JT's night. Not only does he go opposite field for a home run, goes opposite way early for a game-tying single, but he's messing around with Chris Sanchez on the mound. Kyle Schwarber fouls the ball off his foot, and, and he's, he's busting his stones in the dugout. JT is, is a very, very serious ball player. The fact that he's just like, like I, 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 we've never seen that version of JT. That's how you know you got something special brewing down in Citizens Bank Park. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. That's my biggest takeaway of the game, which is brought to you by Morgan & Morgan, America's largest injury law firm. Some other things, other things I saw tonight, um, and, and it starts really with our player of the game, which is brought to you by South Jersey Gas, committed to providing safe, reliable, affordable natural gas. Make the switch at southjerseygas.com slash lovemyhome. And I'm going with Trey Turner. Um, again, this time last Friday night, he gets cheered. He goes one for four. He talks after the game. His mom's crying. The next night, he hits the home run, and boom. Look at what we've got from Trey Turner in this homestand. He's betting 406. He's had six doubles and two home runs. And the dude, he just looks comfortable. He just looks totally comfortable. This looks much like what World Baseball Classic Trey looked like. The defense is is, is <laughs> night and day. I mean, that was the biggest thing when, you know, uh, Friday night happened and Saturday and like, ah, well, have they really worked? I mean, just seeing how he played defense, I thought was the uh, a big sign for it had worked. Didn't go big fly tonight, but – um, was just smoking balls, you know, and and I think this is again we're we're starting to see the real Trey Turner, and and the fact that at the trade deadline they may have added the real Trey Turner. That's a pretty pretty big uh, offensive piece to add into the mix. But man, um, the offense is is slowly starting to remind me of what those Nationals teams look like under Kevin Long. Um, He's not the same player. He was great that year. He was an MVP candidate. But what Alec Bohm's doing at the plate right now is reminiscent of what Anthony Rendon did. Obviously, Trey Turner is here now. But, um, you know, like, like what, what Bryson Stott brings to this offense, uh, hitting over 300, also, you know, hitting a ball out tonight. JT starting to kind of turn a corner here. Kyle Schwarber, second most walks in baseball right now. Um they are making super hard contact. They feel like it feels like they're on every single pitch. They are slugging on fastballs, which is something that I felt like has plagued a lot of these guys for a majority of the year. I mean, I mean, just look at look at the swings that Nick Castellanos has taken in the last couple of nights. I mean, every freaking ball, he's just all over it. He's just he's totally all over it. He's back over to two eighty two now, I believe tonight. Um, didn't hit a home right, hit a home run, but he had three hits. They are just they are are crushing mistakes. The home runs, thank God, they had three tonight. 
they're finally starting to leave the ballpark. Uh, they're seven and one in their last eight, and their only loss was when they hit less than three runs in a game. So home runs are important. Um, you know, Citizens Bank Park obviously known for that, but they're starting to do that. And um, it, it, you just, I haven't felt the strikeouts like you could kind of feel them at the beginning of the year. And this is what that Nationals lineup was like. They were just freaking relentless. It was. It was. Uh, it was. Crushing fastballs, not missing mistakes, drawing walks, a lot of ducks in the pond, and having good contact guys driving the ball into the gaps. I mean, that 2019 Nationals offense was a machine. This Phillies offense, slowly but surely, starting to resemble that, and that makes me just super pumped. And final thing here in the open is that uh, I, I said it before the game. I thought Chris Sanchez's last start was more of a blip in the radar. Wasn't too concerned about it. Went out tonight and, and, and thankfully proved me right. He let up the back-to-back home runs. That was about it. Like and, and Christopher Sanchez, I've said it a couple of times during his little streak here. It's like him and Ranger Suarez just switched bodies and was like – because this is what wa- watching Ranger has usually been like. It's just free, easy, up, down, up, down, soft contact, yada, 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 not getting hit all around the ballpark. Um, and, and we'll see what happens here going forward with this rotation. But Chris Sanchez – um, who I thought this is this was make or break time for him keeping his rotation spot went out tonight and I thought did his job two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you get in let's kick it off with Colin in North Wales what's happening Colin how you doing Jay how you doing oh doing great man how are you good 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 so the first thing is Christopher Sanchez keeping up the bit where starters get hit a little bit um, and just proves the rest of the way obviously the offense did help him out, which was good. Um, also, earlier I was looking to see that the Phillies this year, they're on pace for, I believe, 60 more walks than last year, which is just um, astronomical. It's somewhere like in the 520 range. Like I think that's obviously contributing. And as much as Trey is the best storyline of the season probably so far, I'm the most hyped that Castellanos uh, coming out of the break obviously slumped and found his groove. And I feel like him and Schwarber, when they're clicking, um, not only on the field, but in the clubhouse, it just will take this team to, uh, you know, un- unprecedented territory. So, well, I mean, we've seen a totally, totally different Nick Castellanos this year. And um, it, he's been funny. I mean, he, he had the he, – he's just been like an even month guy, like great month, bad month, great month, bad month. But, man, like his July when he was 11 for 94 or whatever – it was tough. I mean, his OPS was in the 300s at one point. You know, I think he ended the month in the 400s. And, and just being able to bounce back. I mean, we talk about the Trey Turner home run against the, the Royals last Saturday as, like, a possible season changer. I mean, Nick Cassianos hitting the home run off David Robertson out in Miami it could have been equally as big because he has been ridiculous since. You know, I think, I think Cassie is the upbeat guy regardless. I believe during that slump, he was probably still in the clubhouse, keeping everybody in line, um, which you don't usually see. Usually, sometimes when guys slump, they kind of revert into their own corner, and you know, some guys in the clubhouse probably picked them up off of that. Also, I think it's good that you know they pop off for 13 runs without Bryce because it only adds to the hype when you know you add a MVP caliber person back into the lineup. So great to see, great weekend of baseball. I believe they're going to go out and sweep it. Don't want to jinx it, but the Twins aren't that good. Um, so, you know, very hyped for the following month to come. Appreciate it, Colin. Yeah, well, the one big difference is that um, 
<laughs> they will not have to face Dallas Keuchel the next two nights. Pablo Lopez and and Sonny Gray on Sunday afternoon. So uh, a little different caliber of pitching. But yeah, Nick Castellanos, you know, what a redemption story for for him this year. I mean, he's got the Scooby Doo thing. He's, uh, you know, there's been stories early in the year where he felt like he needed to step up. When uh, Reese Hoskins went down, was like one of the leaders on this team. I thought one of the moments of the season was him on the top step, cheering on Trey when when the crowd was getting behind him and and kind of leading that charge. I thought that was an, an interesting moment. He's really developed into a, a leader guy, and I did not think that they were getting that in Castellanos when they signed him. But man, it's been a it's been a true, true, true revelation for this team. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you get in. It's Jack Fritz hanging out here. On the final out, on the other side, uh, we got, you know, th- there was one negative tonight or, or concern that we have to get into because it, it could have ramifications for the next little bit here. And also, uh, some thoughts on the starting rotation as it goes forward here. And an interesting comment from Rob Thompson post game. It's Jack Fritz here on the final out. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. One and one, the pitch. Swung on, hit in the air. Oh, deep left. He? I think he got it. He did. He did. <laughs> Johan Rojas. With his first major league home run. It's a two-run home run here in the bottom of the eighth inning. It comes off Jordan Luplo. And Rojas circles the bases, and the Phillies have a 13-2 lead. Where were you the night that Johan Rojas hit his major league, his first home run in Major League Baseball? Uh, off of Jordan, I mean... I mean, Fransky laid that on a little thick. I mean, look, come on. Luplo looked like he had pretty good stuff out there. Um, I did appreciate the the Craig Kimbrell kind of uh, imitation. And I also appreciated that the next pitch, he, Johan Rojas deposited into the seats. And uh, I, he didn't have to, but he did apo- apologize, you know, after the, uh, you know, after rounding the bases. I wonder, I don't know. <laughs> like, you'll never, you never give him back your first home run. But I do wonder if there's a little part of him that's like, eh. I kind of wish my first home run was off of a, like an actual pitcher. But regardless, uh, pretty cool moment down at Citizens Bank Park. Rojas, um, I just think it's been such a and, – and JT mentioned this after the game in, in his postgame hit there on TV, um, just about how you know they brought him some, uh, some, up some of these young guys and they brought energy like a lot of the last year guys did. And that's kind of the daycare has formed. You know, like Maytown was a part of it. Veerling was a part of it. Moniak at the beginning was a part of it. Then obviously Bowman Stott. And having young guys around veterans, I just think kind of breathes new life into to, to baseball lifers that have been through the grind and, and want to tell people to calm down rather than go have fun. And, and I think the, the excitement and the energy that Johan Rojas has, has brought to his team. And, and I mean, just the, the defense. I mean, he's on pace. I saw this today from Ben Silver to shatter like if, if he if he played an entire 162, shatter the all-time defensive run saves uh, metric stat, which again I don't totally know, but like 
he's on pace to have one of, one of the best. Like he he is one of the best defensive players in the sport. And it's just like every single time a ball is hit to the outfield, I'm just surprised if he's not there. Like it could it could almost be <laughs> like Schwarber could almost not move in left field. And I feel like. Johan Rojas is is somehow going to get there. I mean, between him and Pache and 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 I mean it's funny because when Brandon Marsh got here last year, it was like, wow, what a revelation! We have like a real defensive center fielder, and all we've seen since then is like how first of all, first it was pa- Pache, and it was like, okay, this is definitely special. I mean, the catch out in Oakland, but then you see Rojas, the guy just glides to everything and. I just feel like every time he plays, something winning happens with him. I feel like he's a just a, a, a winning type baseball player. And even if it's not always him and whatever, winning things happen when Johan Rojas is playing. And obviously what he does in the field is contributing to a lot of wins. I mean, the dude, like I didn't see Gary Maddox play, but I mean – if two-thirds of the earth is covered by water and the rest is covered by Gary Maddox, I feel like we could recreate that shirt. I mean, listen, vintage styles back in, but put Johan Roas on there because it seems like the same thing. Just ridiculous. He gets to everything. His reads are perfect. Like, there would be a ball that I feel like has a chance of going out, and I see him gliding back there and all my tension. Like, think about the amount of Odubel Herrera baseball we'd had to watch for the last six years. And then now get to watch Johan Rojas. It is it is so refreshing. Either way, the Johan Rojas uh, home run is the Mike's Amazing play of the game, presented by Mike's Amazing, the official mayo, mustard, and vegetable oil of the Phillies. This is the final out, sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. I'll get some thoughts on some uh, worries from the night here in one second. But Paula is calling from Potsdam. What's happening, Paula? Hello. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you feeling after that big win? <laughs> I think the best night was just two nights ago. But my beginning of the week, you were speaking about the fans in Philadelphia, that the people understand the game. And yes. they respect that these players come out how many nights in are And this, this is worth a long stretch that every single day they're they're out there working and smiling and batting at night for us. That's why I feel there was such a strong response from the fans for Turner because he's a likable guy. He's very talented. Mm-hmm. And he just he just made himself known through his actions and now when I was driving from Philly back home here in Pottstown the other night I was on 23 after coming through Upper Marion and I was headed for 422 I think it's on 202 that there's a huge billboard where he actually put out, thank you, Philly. Now, that's a classy guy. Yeah, it really is, Paul, and I appreciate the call. Um, 
And uh, he said after the game yesterday that it was like him and, and Kevin Gregg, I guess, got together and um, thought it'd be a nice thing to put out. And, and the, the Phillies have just totally crushed like everything. I feel like the last year and a half, you know, PR wise and, um, you know, getting good messages out there and, and Trey just having, you know, Trey realizing kind of the moment and not being like, ah, the fans didn't have much to do with it. Like this is on me. I think says a lot about him. And, and honestly, what says to me is that he needed it. And like, again, that was, that was, that's what I felt like so many people were missing was like the human element of this. And, um, and yeah, the, the, the billboard was special and, um, it's just been what a run four Oh six, six doubles and two homers. Um, you know, since last Friday night. So special stuff from Trey Turner. Uh, one cause for concern here is Kyle Schwarber and Bryce Harper. Bryce was not available to pinch hit. They didn't need him. Um, it seemed like it was more day to day. I wonder if they kind of try to extend this out a little bit and not force him back into the lineup or rush him back in. Schwarber, I don't know. I mean, the fact that they were kind of joking around with him in the dugout after was a good sign, I think. Um, I mean, the fact that he felt, you know, cognizant enough or in good, good enough spirits to throw something at JT for kind of ripping him a little bit, I think is a good sign. Um, fell the ball off his foot. Hopefully it's not like a broken toe or a broken foot or anything of like that, but definitely something to, to monitor. Uh, tomorrow and and going forward for sure. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you get in. On the other side, a look ahead to tomorrow uh, and the rest of the weekend here on the final lap before handing things off to Rob Ellis. It's Jack Fritz hanging out with you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome on back. It is the final out sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Jack Fritz hanging out with you, reacting to a big, 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 monstrous Bills win down in uh, at Citizens Bank Park tonight. The offense just continuing to carry this thing. And I think a lot of it obviously has to do with, with Trey being back. But, um, again, he didn't really do much tonight. It's just everything looks better and, and makes more sense with, with Bohm in that two spot. And, the offense, since he's gotten there, I mean, tonight, so it was about six and a half runs per game uh, with him batting, too. I mean, with, with the 13 tonight, obviously has to go up a little bit there. I haven't, you know, ran the numbers on it, but um, maybe maybe over seven now runs per game with Alec Bohm hitting, too. So it's been an impressive run by this by this offense. And, um, again, just starting to look more and more like that, that Nationals offense that Kevin Long had down in Washington. A lot of hard contact. You know, not a ton of strikeouts, hitting home runs, slugging fastballs, and um, it's great. I mean, this is what we were kind of promised uh, heading into the season. Let's talk to Zach, who is leaving the game. What's happening, Zach? Hey, Jack. What's going on, man? Uh, that was really fun. I it was. It's hard to describe what the atmosphere like was like. It's like it's been that. It's been a while since, like, it felt that fun for just, like, a regular season game. Um, and it's just awesome to see the guys do what we know they can do. Like, if they just play the way they they should, we're going to win a lot of ball games. 
Well, that's what's so funny is that like there was only thirty three thousand there tonight. There's been bigger crowds, you know, throughout this year, but this week it just felt like the crowds have been uh, that extra little electricity, extra little decibel level. Maybe it's because people are more locked in and focused, and they don't want to miss a moment of this. Um, but even with thirty three thousand there tonight, it just it, it felt bigger than that, and it felt louder than that. Yeah, you know, sometimes you'd think by now like people start looking towards the Eagles because, like, we're going to have a great football season as well. Yeah, but, like, I, I did hear one Eagles chant tonight, it, which was very you know, disappointing, yep. That's all right. Like, just, you know, it's great that, you know, we can't forget about the Phillies. Like, they're they're there to play a, a great game every night. Well, that is the goal, uh, Zach, and I appreciate the call. I just – the Eagles chants annoy me more than they, they should. It's like – We'll get to the Eagles, all right? You know, when the Phillies were bad and there was no one in the stadium and it's the seventh inning and the bullpen's coming in, I get it. When they're up 11-2, to two, I don't need an Eagles chant. I, I, I don't care for it. It's whatever. You, you'll get your Eagles tomorrow. You get your little Eagles in, in September, okay? You get your Eagles November. I don't need the Eagles when, when – the Phillies are on on a great run right now. You know, I, I know it's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not on my watch. <laughs> Tomorrow, uh, 6.05 start. Push up an hour. Uh, obviously, some, some pregame festivities going on with the alumni weekend and all that stuff. But Pablo Lopez on the mound versus Tywin Walker. Uh, Tywin Walker, I'm looking forward to see if he can continue his bit that he has going on right now where he allows, you know, three runs in the, within the first three innings and then – you, you blink, and it's the sixth inning, and he's he's still out there doing his thing. I also really enjoy when he comes out throwing 88 miles an hour. That's always a fun thing to start off with and freaking out. Like, I, there's no more freak out than the first three innings of a Taiwan Walker start. So, um, regardless, he's been I mean, he's the most wins in baseball, which is still a funny, you know, kind of thing to look at. But regardless, going up against Pablo Lopez, who is really good. I mean, Pablo Lopez was traded for Luis Irise, who is obviously – you know, been unbelievable this year for the Marlins. So obviously, to give up something of, of value to get a player like that. Um, last six starts, he has a 2.72 ERA, and that's with a seven-run, you know, kind of stinker thrown in there. So Pablo Lopez, they have their work cut out for him. Great changeup. Um, they're gonna have to lay off of and and you know look to do damage. But either way, the way this team is playing right now, and and I mentioned on the pregame show. I just I, I'm counting down the seconds of the next game. I mean that's that's where I'm at with this with this team is I'm just counting down the seconds until I get to watch them play again because it's that much fun right now and seeing them at Citizens Bank Park, knowing the amount of home games we have left heading into uh, you know obviously obviously uh, hopefully a postseason series and hopefully a postseason home series. Um, it's just it's it's awesome and, and, and that feeling from 09 to 11 is is back with this team. And final thought before handing things off to Rob Ellis. Nine and a half back from the Braves. Just saying. Just saying. We're, we're, we are in single digits. So yeah, the Braves are on the, the, the hot seat right now for sure. Either way, that's going to do it for me. Tucker Bagley produced the program tonight. Uh, I'll be back with you uh, Monday for a regular Fred to six. We don't have any Phil's baseball. Two off days next week. So um, I'm sure they want to push this bullpen if they can with that kind of thing shaking out next week. Either way, that's going to do it for me. Fun night. Robbie, will continue taking all of your reaction throughout the night here on Sports Radio 94 WIP.